So it was a house on 100 acres? That was on 107 acres. And under the law, you can excise some minimum of five acres off um, yeah. and still retain the 100 acres as land. What we did, so we excised seven acres off. Okay. And then had sold the house separate to the land. Hello, it's Bernadette Jansen. And before we get into this episode, I need to remind you that the information in this podcast is general in nature and opinion only. It should not be taken as personal advice. There are significant risks with buying and renovating property and you should maximise your profit potential and minimise your risk by seeking independent advice that relates to your personal circumstances through your own financial planner, accountant and any other professionals that you are working with. The examples in this podcast are for illustrative purposes only. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Well, hello, and it's Bernadette Jansen. And today I'm going to be talking to Susie Guest. Now, Susie has a business in that she is a buyer's agent. She's based in Melbourne, and she's going to be talking about some of the projects she's been doing both with Airbnb and renovating to not only um, improve her own personal situation significantly, but also to benefit her clients. She's now added a renovating arm to her business and is doing some fabulous deals and projects for her clients. And we'll be getting into that in a minute. So welcome, Susie, and it's really great to have you here. Um, I was quite keen to to ask you to join us for an episode because I think that you have blown some myths out of the water in terms of what you've achieved in the last 12 to 18 months. And, you know, I'd really love to for you to share your story because I think it will really inspire a lot of other women that might be sort of thinking that their time has passed and it's, it hasn't. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> so let's get started. So do you want to just tell us a bit about yourself and your sort of renovating story or history up to this point? Okay. I started way back when, when I was 16 years of age. And my father went away to see my brother up in New South Wales, so I decided to paint and wallpaper and decorate the lounge room while he was away, like all teenagers do. And then that just sort of kept going from there. So I then um, bought my first home when I was 21 in Perth and we bought that for a grand sum of $30,000. From there then sort of worked in consulting with uh, curtains and soft furnishings, managing stores, that sort of thing. And then sort of kept purchasing and renovating over the years. So, okay. yeah. And then sort of done anything from apartments through to farms. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about some projects. So which one do you want to start on? Um, I suppose my biggest one at the moment is this is the Richmond project. Yes. Which I'm doing for a client on there. That was a tiny little weatherboard place. And we're doing a big extension on the back and going up as well. Plus, we gutted the whole internal, original part of the home. And, uh, yeah. 
And so in terms of what sort of value does that add to your client in terms of lifestyle and also like financially? Mm. The reason that they have gone with this one is that they they live on a farm in New South Wales yes. and have four children at university or working down here, plus they wanted somewhere to stay when they come down so they don't have to keep sleeping on the kids' sofa beds in okay. their That's unit. And, yeah, and want all the family back together again. So lifestyle-wise, it makes a big difference for them to have a base in, in Melbourne. Yeah. The reason we went with this one was uh, it was purely location. I think a lot of people walk past it and not look twice sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's mainly because of its position on the block. It gave us off-street parking for four cars, for, you know, decent yeah. cars down along the left-hand side of it. So to get that in Richmond close to Burnley Street and Bridge Road is, is pretty rare. Yeah. And so basically you're taking that from a three-bed, one-bath yes. to a five-bed, two-bath? Yeah, five bedrooms, three bathrooms and plus a study. So then there's the big main living area and another small living area upstairs as well. So we're taking it from about, would have been about 12 squares up to about 27 and a half. Okay. And so in terms of renovation spend? Yeah, renovation spend on that, our budget's around the 600. Mm-hmm. And so purchase price was 1.5, was it? It was purchased just over the 1.5. Yeah. The spend on it is 600. So even if you're sort of allowing for 100 for, um, you know, all the other bits and bobs. Yeah. For their holding costs and that sort of thing, that's sort of in the 2.2. So, yeah, even in a really down market by the time it's finished, mm. but it'd still have to be in the 2.5, 2.6. Yeah, great. It'd have to be in a good market. You'd be looking between 2.8 and 3. Yeah, yeah. And they're not, your client's not buying it for the short term. So it's a really solid investment for them. It is, yeah. They're looking at probably holding it for about five years Mm and then uh, see what they do after that. Yeah. And so you actually source the properties? Yes, yes. So as an advocate, I found the property for them and then we bid at auction. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we were successful, mm-hmm. had it passed in to us um, and then negotiated out the price. The reserve on it was 1.6. And I said to them, well, you're not going to see that, so that's off the table. Let's yeah. negotiate. So, Great. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and then found the builder and the architect. and Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, they're actually doing the roof today as we speak. Well, that, that's moved fairly quickly given that you only got approval um, we've been waiting for, uh, that's the approval for the second stage. We could do internals, okay. like the original part, mm. but we weren't allowed to touch without the permits the external. So we haven't been allowed to paint outside or any or touch roofing or anything. To yeah. So, yeah, so we've had all systems ready to go, just waiting yeah. for this. And, and I'm guessing that would be in a heritage overlay? It is correct. Yeah, so we yeah. couldn't. I think most people probably would have knocked this down and yeah. started again, but we couldn't do that. So. No, no. Yeah, and the hot house had sunk on one side and was twisted. Oh. So it was a big job to get it back level and right. Yeah. Mm. yeah, beautiful. So yeah. let's talk about some of the projects you've done for yourself in the last year. Um, this one has sort of taken up a fair bit of time. As I said, we've also put um, Docklands, the apartment. Yes. 
So had you already purchased that? that? Yeah, so I'd already had purchased that one, uh, had the kids living in that as tenants, then decided, no, we could make a lot more money by moving them. Okay, buy so kids. I buy kids, yeah, yeah. yeah. wide world. Yeah. So then sort of did that one up, refurbished it, painted a bit of cosmetic work on there, um, and then that is now being tenanted as an Airbnb, yeah. and that is $500 a night. Okay, that's, awesome that, return. It is a great return, and yeah. that's we've had that now. Well, that's coming up 12 months now. Yeah. So that's averaging a month is probably... Uh, three weeks out of the month, so if 20, 21 nights each month, that wow. is wide. So extraordinary, and that's a three bed, two bath. It is, yes. Yeah, yeah. And and what sort of value would that like if you were to buy that apartment? What sort of money would you be paying for it? Now um, you'd be sort of in the nines somewhere okay. in this market. Yeah, one yeah. one actually sold in the building only a month or so ago. But that has a river view. Ours doesn't have a river view, and that okay. sold one point one. Okay. We purchased yeah. one three years ago, I think it was somewhere around yeah. there, but around the seven hundred mark. And it's bringing you in about ten k a month. So yes, yeah. That so that's the power of short term rental. Yes. In yeah. the right location, yeah. yeah. The yeah. location is, is everything on the on this. Yeah. And a good building, good secure building. Yeah. yeah. And are you having that managed? Yes, yes, we do. Right. I don't do yeah. anything to that one. We just yeah. we use it when we want to as well, which we're actually heading up there tonight for a few nights. Great. Yeah, well, that's definitely been a big plus. So that has been a very big plus there. So then we've sort of done the cosmetic work on the house down here at Mount Martha and got this one on the market and sold. Great. And, yeah, made a profit on this one. And then we're moving to Martha Cove, ready to start. Yeah, so okay. then we will hang on to for a little while because of the market. Yeah, um, yeah. And the other project that I am very interested in is the Kilmore one. Yes, that was the old farmhouse. Yes. There's a lot of people that we work with are working in lower budgets. Yep. And I think that's an awesome example of what you can do in a low-budget um, scenario. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so and you, that one there, don't sort of rule out in the in the outer areas where you can excise land off. Yeah. But, so yeah. do you want to just describe a bit more about what that project was in terms of that so was a house? On 100 acres? That was on 107 acres and under the law you can excise a um, minimum of five acres off um, yeah. and still retain the 100 acres as land. What we did, so we excised seven acres off. Okay. And then had sold the house separate to the land. The house then became the same price as what we originally paid for the whole lot. And what did you pay for that whole lot? Was it? The whole lot back then I think was about 450 and sold the house for... And then the house, the house and the seven acres then went for uh, around the five mark. But you'd spent a bit of money on it. We'd spent probably about probably 100 mm-hmm. all up on that, but then the land yeah. value was worth around five as well. Wow. Just by taking the house and putting them on two separate tools. Yeah. And did you have to get a planning a permit for that? 
Yes, yes, to do the to excise the land off. To yeah. you do need permits for that because it has to be surveyed and all that sort of thing. Yeah, and although it wasn't a quick thing to do, but no. a thing. How long did it take you to do? Oh, that one we probably did on and off. That was probably over a couple of years. Wow. One yeah. before that, we did a house on nine acres. Yeah. Um, and that was a new house, but it really hadn't been finished off with all the, the trimmings as yeah. such. So we yeah. just tidied all that one up and, and made 100 on that one. Oh, God. That's great. Mm. You're a superwoman, Susie. <laughs> just all over the years of, of, of renovating. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And, okay, so how has it impacted your life, other than obviously the income? Yeah. Oh, look, it's just given me so much more confidence I think prior to this, it was sort of all just a um, a bit more of a, a vibe yeah, and a passion, yeah, and uh, yeah, with the kids. But um, yeah, it gave me the confidence to to start guest property projects and start renovating for other people. Yeah. So, how many projects would you be doing at a time? Well, it depends on the size of them. As I said, this rich one is is been a really big one so yeah that's sort of taking up a fair bit of time but then just sort of doing my own little cosmetic ones okay I'll be ready to take on another one now so yeah great yeah for something out there brilliant so in terms of if you were going to bestow some wisdom on other women looking at renovating what would be your three top tips my three top tips would be the first one would be to be organised and to be diligent in everything. So, yeah, really stay on top of it all. Yeah. Um, take lots of photos and very good record keeping mm-hmm. uh, and always check your, your quotes to your invoices as well. Sometimes I've sort of have found where the builder might be invoicing for something that you've already paid on a previous invoice and you'll go, no, hang on, I've already paid for that. So, yeah. yeah, well, that's different to the original. So be quite diligent on, on paperwork yeah. inside of it all. The next one, I'd be paying attention to detail and really know your market. So know who your avatar is on, you know, if you're renovating for young families, professional retirees, yeah. get that, that market right and check what's selling in the, in the area and who's buying and what they're looking for so that you don't don't miss the mark there because that can certainly save you um, a lot of money and make you a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, avoid those those costly mistakes on there. And my third one um, would be learn to be adaptable and look for solutions. So sometimes the builders and the engineers will tell you one thing because that's the easiest way for them but not necessarily the most cost-effective way. So don't be afraid to ask the questions and see what solutions they come up with. Yes, sometimes, you know, particularly with builders, you find it's they have one way they've always done it. And Correct. sometimes it's a bit of a fight to get them to look at another option. Yeah, yeah. One of them we had, for example, the engineers were telling us this firewall, this double brick firewall had to be pulled down and moved down. Um, when we've sort of questioned it different angles, they then said, oh, no, we could put um, the plates and bolts through it, which we did, 
and then did an internal frame, you know, sealed it off internally. Yeah. And that was the difference of about 20,000. Wow, that's a massive saving. Yeah, massive. Yeah. Makes yeah. a big, big difference. But they were all ready just to rip this whole wall down and say, no, it's all got to be redone. But it didn't need to at all. Yeah, yeah. And before we go, do you want to give us a bit of a take on what's happening in Melbourne in terms of the market at the moment? The market at the moment, they're still declining, unfortunately, across the board. So as renovators, if you're selling, I would advise to sell now because there is another wave coming or you're going to have to be prepared to sit tight for a while and, and, and ride that out. They're sort of saying that we could be in hit for another around roughly 9.3 houses and roughly 5.9% in for apartments. Okay, so it's not all over yet. It's not all over yet. No, we're, we're far from it. Um, but if you're looking to buy, then there's certainly a big chance there to get into areas that your budget might not have let you uh, go into previously. And you could get better returns when the market changes. But again, be careful not to overcapitalise and you might have to sit on it for yeah. a while to recoup your money there. So. Yeah. It's timing's everything, isn't it? It is. But these are sort of the best buying times that we've seen now since about 2011, 2012. Mm. So for buyers, mm. if you've cashed up and you've got your finance ready, yeah. 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 So I've actually got a, a thing here that I'll sort of say to you, I've just written down here, that um, there's an 88-year-old man by the name of Warren Buffett who's the chairman and the CEO of Berkshire Hathaway and is one of the most successful investors probably on the planet. And he believes that the time to invest or enter the property market is when others are fearful. Yes. And at the moment, everybody's sort of sitting on their hands with the election pending and in the holding pattern and not knowing what to do. So then they don't know what they're waiting for. So. And yeah. this fearful mentality, as, as well as it too, is the perfect time to be acquiring assets. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So let's recap. So basically we talked about some of the projects you've done over the last couple of years. So in particular, well, you've renovated your family home and sold it for a profit. We have, yes. You've converted a, an investment property into a short-term rental strategy, which has taken... So it's basically you've got a $900,000 property producing 10000 a month in income, which mm-hmm. is fabulous. And yes. that's the management's outsourced. Yes, it is. They, they do absolutely everything. Yeah. Right? The cleaners, the linen, the whole lot. And, then, and that's mainly also because um, live too far away. So yeah. and I don't really want to be bothered doing it to no, me. No, you've really got to stick to your strengths, don't you? Yeah. 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 So you've added renovating to your business offering and so I'm now able to renovate for clients. Yes. And I have a wonderful project in Richmond. It's going to deliver several hundred thousand equity to your clients as well as a fabulous lifestyle. You've done a great country project where you bought a house and land and subdivided the house off and sold it for about that so that you've basically got your land for free 100 acres yes we did yeah Yeah. so you're really versatile in your strategies and it's really delivering results which is fabulous yeah just thinking outside the square that little bit on looking at at different areas and i also now do in the business as well any uh, color consulting too 
Oh, is there no end to your talent, Susie? So we'll just pop that one in now too. Yeah, fabulous. So did we get some photos from you to for the I, show notes? I did. I did see some, some before and afters just, of, I think, of a couple of different properties. Great, great. So that's awesome. Mm. So anyone that's listening to this episode, you can go over to our website, find this particular episode and download the show notes and you'll not only see some photos of Susie's projects before and afters we all love before and afters but you'll also find a link to her website so if you would like to get in touch with her that's how you go about it mm. well it's love, really love to catch up and have a coffee and a chat with anyone in in Melbourne yeah we all love a chat and coffee so yeah that's good and we certainly love having you in our community you're a great inspiration and um thank you for being on the show thank you for having me no worries take care Susie thanks Bernadette Bye. bye To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com. 